0: This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 596, with guest Titania Jordan from Bark, recorded on January 4th, 2024. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation all through the Average Tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the Average TV studios here in a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. We had a white Christmas. I don't know about you guys. We didn't record last week uh, due to the holiday uh, a week. But we had one of those magical years here in, in the Omaha area where the snow came in at 10 a.m. Christmas Day and snowed through noon or 1 or most of the day. I don't get an inch, maybe. Uh, just enough to cover the snow and make it beautiful and have a beautiful white Christmas. So it was, I don't, I don't know about so many of you where you live, no chance of having a white Christmas. But we had a white Christmas here. It was super special. Of course, we post a show with some world-class show notes, some AI-assisted show notes at TheAverageGuy.tv. This is if you're new to Home Gadget Geeks, head out to theaverageguy all one word, theaverageguy.tv slash HGG. And this is 596. And you can get all the show notes that are out there uh, and available for this show out there as well. Big thanks to T.J. Huddleston from the hometech.fm. He was here two weeks ago and joined us. And if you haven't caught that yet, that was 595. I uh, Did a bang-up job. We talked about some home automation as well as some other stuff. So head out there. If you haven't listened to it, haven't caught up during the holidays, that's okay. we got shows for you to do that as well head out and catch that one. Big thanks also to our Patreon subscribers who uh, keep the lights on every single week here. If you want to join the team, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. You can join it. We have a $5 play. It's super simple. You can do it for one month or multiple months. Many of you are on the team and you've stayed on the team and appreciate you doing that. Thanks for what you do. And if you want to join that again, theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, we'll get you there as well. And then if you don't want to do any of those things, but you want to help out using the Amazon affiliate link, just head out to theaverageguy.tv. And then the menu on the right-hand side is to support on Amazon. Just click on that. There's nothing else you need to do. It'll take you to Amazon's, drop a cookie there, and whatever you purchase, we make like a nickel, whatever it is, off of that. So if you want to do that as well, if you want to try that out, we'll be doing that all of uh, 2024 check it out, theaverageguy.tv, and click on that link. It says support on Amazon and uh, appreciate that um, as well. All right, we have uh, uh, Titania Jordan from Bark. Bark Bark.us is the website. What they basically do is they make products that help protect children on the Internet. And, uh, and they do a fine job of it. I do have a product in hand here. We'll be talking about this at the end. This is not their only product. We talk about their phones. They have a premium service. And then they also have just a $6 a month router that you can buy. This is the one I got, and I purchased it. I went on the monthly plan just to, to get it started, see how it would work. Plugged it in, set it up. We'll talk about that here at the end uh, as we get going. But uh, let me, let me jump right in. If you're listening live to this, you can still ask questions. So jump in and ask those questions. But the next I don't know, 45 minutes, whatever I did on this will be uh, pre-recorded. We've been, I'm, I asked you guys if this would be okay. And many of you said, yeah, let's give it a try. Uh, and so here we go. Let me play this in. We'll see it at the end. I'll come back here at the end. I'll see you at the end of the webcast. Okay, hold on. One second. I'll have to cut that part out. I don't know why that part wasn't working. I tested it like 8,000 times. I'm sure you guys couldn't hear it. Let me uh let me remove it. Yeah, yeah, there's no audio. Hold on. Let me bring it back in. I'll pull I'll pull all that out. I, seriously, I tested this like 8,000 times before we got going here. Um and uh just to make sure it would work. Got it all set up to work. Here we go. I'm here with Tatanya Jordan. She is the uh, chief parent officer at Bark. And Tatanya, welcome to Home Gadget Geeks.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I love being here.
0: Great to have you on. Uh, interesting chief parent officer. I used to say I was the chief fun officer where I was at, but never heard of a chief parent officer before. Give us a little bit of your background, and then how do you get a role like the chief parent officer?
1: Yeah, sure. So, well, I am a parent. My son is in high school now. Um, and I have spent my entire career at the intersection of parenting and tech. Um, in fact, even before I was a mom, I worked in traditional media, local radio station in Atlanta, Georgia, but our demographic was women, 25 to 54. Majority of them were parents. And, um, we had to create marketing campaigns and messaging tailored, uh, towards, towards moms. So I've always just been in this space. Um, when the opportunity came to, you know, to do all things, bark, it felt like the right title. Um, we already had a CMO at the time when I joined the company, um, and given my role, communications, marketing, messaging, PR, uh, helping with product—you know, just all, all the things. When you're at a startup, you wear a lot of hats. So, chief parenting officer was what we landed on. Given that the primary role is to let as many parents know about Bark as possible, and make it as easy as parent as easy as possible for parents to keep their kids safer online. It just felt right. Um, I've now grown into also being the CMO, uh, as well. Um, and so if people want to know like, okay, but what literally do you do (laughs) at Bark Like, why do they pay you? And it's essentially marketing. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. Why, hence why you're on the podcast here, uh, uh, today talk, uh, let's get your version of Bark. I'll have, I've spent some time already talking about it in the show that you're in now, but Give us, give us your elevator pitch. What does Bark do? Why is it important?
1: Okay. I love this. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Bark helps to keep your kids safer online. We help protect close to 7 million children now across primarily the United States, but we are a little bit global. We're using artificial intelligence to analyze the content and the context of your child's digital communications. And then we send you alerts when your children have encountered problematic content or problematic people. And so our our tech, we have an app, we have a smartphone, we have an in-home device that connects to your uh, internet service uh, router provider. Um, Our tech is analyzing over 40 categories uh, of problematic content, whether it's Bullying, cyberbullying, predation, sexual content, eating disorder related content, mental health issues, extreme violence, you name it. We're, we're detecting that sort of level of problems and then alerting you with best recommended next steps for how to address. So we have the app. We have the Bark Home that connects to your router. And then about a year ago, we launched the Bark yeah. Phone because, as you know, so many children were getting iPhones or other phones that just weren't safe. And we thought, you know, people can continue to use our app and that'd be great. But what if we could launch a smartphone that gave kids full functionality when they needed it, that didn't sacrifice on the tech side of things, but just arrived safe and was easier for parents to manage. And so that's what we did. So yeah, app, Bark home smartphone, we help families, we help schools. And we're uh, we're alerting to a lot of issues.
0: As I was digging into the product set that you have, thinking through uh, the 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 what you offer, um, how much I like the phone makes sense a lot of sense now. I was telling you in pre show, I spent a lot of years trying to protect my five yeah. online because we didn't have phones, right? right? It was just it was pretty much a PC.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so the bark home is that still that solution. Do you find, let's talk a little bit about that. I think the phone's <laughs> the most intriguing, but yeah. for the Bark Home Service, mm-hmm. um, do you find, uh, are, are students, it's, so this is protecting them on their own equipment at home, basically uh, uh, providing that level of security as they're surfing the web, mm-hmm. working on their schoolwork, that kinds of, yeah. what are you seeing in that space? What, wh- how are parents using this or what kind of feedback are you getting on that, on that product?
1: Yeah, it's definitely picking up in popularity. What I am surprised by is that so many parents don't realize that that layer exists and that they need it. Um, uh, You know, just the fact that there is Internet service provided to your home and the companies that provide that Internet service actually have some built in parental controls that If you're not using, you should call them and you should implement. Um, So there's a great deal of, uh, there's a lack of knowledge that that exists. Um, There's also, I think, the incorrect assumption that the internet service that comes to your home arrives safe and you have to work hard to try to find those bad things when in reality, it does not arrive safe. It arrives wide open. And then it's our job as the parent caregiver to go and make it safe. Hence the Bark Home. Um, there is uh, sometimes mis- misinformation where people think, well, won't this slow down my network, et cetera? And if it does, it's so negligible you won't notice. We're talking about um, I don't want to misquote it because again, marketing not an engineer, but you know, you can do that internet speed test to see mm-hmm. how fast the uploads and how fast the downloads. and we have tested it so much that it's you, you're, you should not notice it impacting um, your your accessibility, which is great. Um, but yeah, just the fact that even if your child doesn't have their own smartphone, there are gaming consoles, there are smart TVs inside the home and you've got to make those safer. You've got to set time limits. You've got to implement filters. As you know, with all the work you had to do before all of this existed, yeah. uh, it's gonna take some time and, and some tools.
0: I use a service like this to kind of filter uh, phishing schemes and some of those, you know, some of those kinds of deals. But this wouldn't necessarily, I mean, yes, you're marketing this towards parents with children, but this would keep adults safe.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, If you're you're struggling with not wanting to encounter pornography so you can have a healthy, Mm -hmm. healthier relationship with your significant other, this can help you with that as well.
0: Do you know, uh, as far as uh, on the technology side, what's built into that box? How what what are you using? Pretty low power. It's I'm assuming it's pretty low power, so it's pretty efficient. And so, Very efficient. yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I, I I don't know. I can. You get
0: me. a dashboard though, right? For from the parental standpoint, right? To get an yes. opportunity to get a dashboard and kind of control. Do I get down to a granular level where I get to kind of figure out like, Hey, I, I, it's okay to let this through, but not okay on these kinds of items.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's essentially an internet filter built by parents for parents. Um, and so you can cover all the, you know, connected devices in your home, whether it's TVs, Nintendos, Playstations, iPads, you can set custom schedules, um, different times of the day, different kids, different ages, have different rules or, 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 homework requirements where they really, you know, just don't need to be connected, etc. cetera. Um, you can just outright pause the internet uh, to your kids devices, but still allow the adults to access it. If they need, uh, you can create automatic bedtime schedules because kids need sleep. You yeah. can uh, block access to specific apps and games Um you know, if you want to block Netflix, but allow Fortnite, you know, that's up to you. And then obviously filtering websites, streaming services, online gaming, sexual content, and more. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll leave a lot of the details if you want to head out to Bark.us. Uh, and there's lots of great information about digging in, what can, what not. I, I remember as a parent, I would hear the kids go to bed and then I would, I could selectively shut off certain parts of the Internet, right, for them. And I'd hear, Oh, (laughs) from them when I would, you know, because they would be up sneaking, you know, on the computer or whatever, right, trying to do that. And, uh, you know, there's such a struggle because there is this, I mean, there's such a desire for them to be online. But you're right. There are times I would, you know, about 11, I would shut off the Internet for them. And, And I'm assuming, too, I can kind of lock that down by device, yeah. uh, by console, whatever, right? To be able to get that kind of control yes. over it. If I, and I'm also assuming I get some reports back that would tell me uh, maybe what happened overnight while I was while I was sleeping, in case somebody yeah. got through, so to speak.
1: Yeah, no, it's um, it's very very comprehensive, very detailed. I'm I, I'm obsessed with our dashboard. I love the Bark dashboard that gives me insights. Um, you know, at the, at the child level, at the device level, at the app level, at the game level, et cetera. It's, it's really interesting and, um, and helpful to just encourage those conversations around, you know, I'm not trying to keep you offline because I'm, you know, mean mom, like you need to sleep for yeah. your physical and mental health. If you want to grow taller, that's not going to happen <laughs> unless you're asleep. It's not going to happen if you're on TikTok. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, right on. I I think it's, uh, and it's tough. This is the, this is the hard part of parenting, where you think, okay, I'm just going to control this, but without the conversations, some of the conversations around this are equally as important about why it's not great for you to be there as opposed to, you just can't do it, right? Um, So some of those conversations have to happen as well. Well, That's interesting. The service that I use is going to be expiring at some point, and This actually could be a great replacement. What would I pay if I wanted to just have the home service? Kind of what would I expect to pay? Can I buy a one-time? Is there a subscription associated with it? How does that work?
1: Um, So right now, I'm like literally had to check the site because, you know, sometimes pricing changes. Um, Right now it's $6 a month. um, So it is a subscription. Um, I'm actually going through the checkout process now to verify that you can either do the six dollars a month or seventy nine dollar one time fee. So oh,
0: Okay. And that'd yeah. be like a lifetime. Yeah. Eighty eighty bucks and I'm in and we're good to go. And then then I would still be able to, even if it was just me at the house, I could kind of set up the phishing, the bullying, the online some pieces, just to kind of make sure I myself am protected from some of those as well.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. it's I might, I
0: might have to do that. I, I just I, had, I hadn't thought about that, but maybe I'll just replace my because it's it's the key is I I'm getting some safety when I I'm, I'm not thinking about it, right? This I think is the key for parents. You can't be there all the time for the kids. You got to set some things up um to make it work. And I think I would say the education that the parents are going to get on exactly what's going on. I think sometimes we don't want to know <laughs> what's going on out there, right? And so learning it's it's, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was going to say to that point, sometimes you don't want to know. It's really hard to come to terms with the fact that kids today are exposed to uh, a lot more than we ever were. And at a much younger age um, and at a more frequent rate. And then that begets the, well, how do I talk to my kids about this? These are not necessarily easy or comfortable topics. So sometimes ignorance is bliss and even, you know, you mentioned around 11 o'clock, you'd, you know, start to shut things down. That requires you to be awake at 11 o'clock to do that. And I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but I'm tired. Like, good <laughs> luck if I can stay up till 11. Like, yeah. I, need, I need sleep. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Well, and I, in those days, I didn't sleep very much. So I was, <laughs> you know, I was maybe going to bed about midnight, maybe waking up five or six. Um, but you're right. Well, I mean, the best system is to set it and forget it, right? Set a schedule, And then, and maybe not forget it, but go back and check that. I would, I'd go back and check the logs from time to time. Yes, You have a a very cool, you mentioned it uh, in your intro, as you were talking about, but you have a phone as well. That sounds like that's a fairly new product. That's bold, I think, in some ways to just say, Hey, we're going to provide a phone that you can purchase also, I think, on a subscription. Talk a little bit about your phone offering for students as well and how it's being received.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. About a year ago, we launched the Bark phone because so many kids were getting smartphones at a younger age than ever before. And it was coming with a lot of problems. You know, there was an increased need for the Bark app um, because of the problems that were happening to kids on smartphones. And so it was, you know, it was a very nuanced decision, right? We, we as a company and as parents ourselves don't feel like kids need to be in front of screens even more. And we certainly didn't want to be contributing to the problem, but we felt very strongly that if we could create, uh, a smartphone that arrived safe, safe for the kids to use, um, easy for parents to, monitor and manage from their own phone um if we could allow kids to text or email or play certain games or do whatever it is that that kids uh want to do and are allowed to do on tech but safely then that's actually something that could could benefit society um so yeah we went went forward with it and it's been amazing the reception um the, the, you know, in fact, I was just, just last night had some team members over and we were going undercover as we used a filter to make me look like 13. And from the bark phone, I was creating, you know, Instagram and that sort of accounts and um, just seeing what came into that child account. And then the bark alerts that I was getting because of it, like your child encountered pornography, your child encountered bullying, yada, yada, yada was incredible. That's not happening anywhere else. You know, when, when kids get iPhones, unless their parents, you know, put the bark app and connect that they're not going to have that insight. Um, so it's, it's a game changer. It's something that I wish existed when my son got his first smartphone, the Mm -hmm. bark phone didn't exist. If it did, we probably would would have avoided a lot of, um, a lot of really tough things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. Titania, let me ask you this. So you also, you you can also, you, have, you also have an app, right, for the phones yes. that you can put on. And so if for existing users, if I was interested in doing this, but my kids already had phones, mm-hmm. I can download the app, purchase a subscription service and protect the phones. Similar? this Is it the same uh, less functionality, more functionality with the app versus the phone, or is it exactly the same? You
1: know? I'm really glad you asked that. And especially for your audience, given that they're probably more tech savvy uh, than the general public, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into some nuances. I will say, and it's hard for me to say this because I want everything that we have to be perfect, but candidly, the Bark phone is the best. The Bark app isn't as comprehensive as the Bark phone. And I wish it was, but it's actually not our fault. It's, it's Apple's fault. Like, If you have the Bark phone, you will be able to fully monitor Snapchat and, and other apps. If, you have, if your child has an iPhone and you use the Bark app, you will get certain alerts, like if your child, uh, let's say, takes a screenshot of something that happened on Snapchat and saves it to their camera roll. Um, the app will detect dangers on the camera roll. But Snapchat does not give any third-party access to monitor its platform. Um, and so that's an instance where if you want your kid to have Snapchat, but you want them to be as safe as possible, you should probably go with the Bark phone instead of the Bark app. But to your point, um, so many kids already have devices, and they, they need to be safer because the built-in parental controls that come either with Apple or Google Family Link or the social media platforms aren't good enough. They are not going to proactively alert you to dangers, and so the Bark app is a helpful layer to have on top of that. And it's what we um, it's what we built our company on. You know, for the year before we launched the smartphone, you know, plus five years. So yes, <laughs> it's it's a lot. Um, it's a lot to decide what to do. There's a lot of things you have to consider, but start with the. What does your child need to access? Who does your child need to access? What are they uniquely uh, positioned for in terms of strengths and weaknesses? And then evaluate the best tech setup for them.
0: Does does the okay? So working with your customers are the parents, and they have the mm-hmm. hardest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really it's very complicated, right? Mm-hmm um what's your relationship like with the parents as far as working with them to help when you know i i my role also for my daytime job is really working in the the global community to make sure they're informed and they're learning and what what kind of things do you do cuz i just can't this is like an impossible task so how right i mean how are you guys working with with your customers to educate them on on this cuz they're going to need help right
1: absolutely this isn't like hey, go get this app and download it and you're going to be good to go. It is not an easy button. It's not a set it and forget it thing. There is a, a large degree of, of handholding and we're happy to do that. Um, so, you know, the majority, one of the largest departments in our company is, is support, the customer support. You know, if you're having trouble with understanding the nuances or getting things connected or just any of that, we're here to help. Um, it's so nice to be able to, to be able to phone a friend when it comes to parenting and tech. And that's essentially our support team. Um, in addition to that, because of what we analyze, we have a lot of learnings. So we're able to publish case studies and, um, guides for, you know, what certain text and emoji slang mean. Um, we're able to go deep on, you know, what you need to know about certain apps, whether or not you use Bark or not. Um, here's what you need to know. Here's what comes with TikTok. Here's what you can set up. Here's how kids can turn it off. You know, it's just, there's a lot of education that needs to take place and we're happy to, to create content to help with that. Um, I started a Facebook group called parenting in a tech world a few years ago. It now has 430,000 parents in it. Just like you and me, like let's, let's talk about routers let's talk about TikTok and let's talk about you know, if your kid is either the bully or the bullied, you know, what do you do? So our parents need community and we provide that for them. Um, there's even other things that, that we've been so happy to be a part of, like Childhood 2.0. It's a documentary. It's free. It's been viewed, gosh, close to four million by four million people. Um, and it really just goes deep on what it's like to be a child today because it's different than any other time in human history. So Mm -hmm. in short answer, a lot of education, hopefully a lot of empowerment. And um, it's, it's, it's community. It's very hard to be a parent today.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You mentioned AI when we first started talking here. And of course, that's a buzzword in the tech space. Everybody's saying AI. AI. Talk a little bit about, though, from, from how you're, you guys are thinking about AI. And where does that come in handy as far as the work that needs to be done behind the scenes? Because it's way more complicated than just denial of service, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, when you were at the agent stage of trying to keep your kids safer online, something like Bark didn't exist. Instead, I believe, and, and interrupt me if if I'm incorrect, but it was more, you know, key log keystroke logging and, um, mirroring, you know, an actual copy of everything that was happening, the data coming in, the data going out, uh, getting a list of all the sites visited. It was a lot to sift through. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the cool thing about AI or artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms is it can take a lot of the hard time consuming stuff and consolidate it and present it to you in a digestible format and learn from itself. So if, you know, 50 kids in one hour start to use the snowflake emoji and it's not snowing, you know, our algorithm can go deeper and figure out what does this mean? And eventually realize, oh, this could mean cocaine. And now we need to add this into our drug related alerts. Um, It's, it's just a faster way of analyzing content and context so that it's not the basic uh keyword triggers Mm -hmm. but really learning the nuances of digital communication and then helping to to cut through the clutter and i say all of this full disclosure as not a data scientist not an engineer i'm close enough to it to, to be able to speak about it but that might be a whole other episode. Is to, to connect with our our engineering team because they are amazing.
0: Yeah, well, it's a it's an ever moving target. I mean, it's just yes. l- like like a human being. It's just very very complicated. You put a bunch of humans together, get even it gets even more complicated. And then when you have bad actors in in and you have threat actors out there who are engineering ways to reach to exploit, to take advantage of, to, to, you know, to penetrate, then it it gets even harder. You're, you're, and they know what they're doing. You're trying to figure out what they're doing without knowing, right, without knowing. It's, listen, oftentimes, it's a very thankless task to do. When it's done right, nobody sees it. When it's done wrong, everybody (laughs) sees it, right, from that perspective. Speaking of that, what kind of feedback do you get from parents on this? I mean, you probably hear some of the success stories, um, uh, and and recap a little bit. I mean, what kind of things do you hear from parents on, on this?
1: I mean, every day at BART currently, we're sending, I'd say close to a hundred severe self-harm or suicidal ideation alerts. Hmm. And these are regarding children, right? And we're alerting their parents and caregivers to this. Um, and and we hear from so many parents uh, very frequently, you know, thank you. Your technology saved my child's life. Mm-hmm. And that means the world. Um, on top of that, we've escalated over 1500 predators to law enforcement, mm-hmm. you know, adults that were Grooming children and talking to children, and 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 worse. Um, and again, parents had no idea until Bark brought to their attention uh, the the mental health issues, the cyberbullying, the rabbit holes of misinformation that children can fall down when they're perhaps looking to, you know, restrict calories or see what's happening in the Middle East. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And so, overwhelmingly, we hear gratitude from the parents that, um, that are, you know, their, their families are better off because of our service. And also candidly, we're hearing, uh, you know, some frustrations from parents who, you know, they, they might get upset. Well, why can't, why can't the Bark app help me with Snapchat more? And it's like, it's not us. It's the platform. They prioritize disappearing messages, of children over your child's safety and well-being, and you're going to have to take that up with them, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's education as well Mm -hmm. of just the landscape of where we are.
0: What about, um, we talked about education for the parents, which I think is super important, but there is an opportunity to educate the kids in this case, too. And so you've, you've got the platform, you have that on that, you, you may or may not have the ability to get to them at all times, but w- what are you able to do for this? Cause they're not always wanting to listen either.
1: No. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I mean, but, but gosh,
0: what, can, what are you guys doing for that?
1: You can have the best relationship with your child. In fact, I like, I think, you know, I think my son and I have a great relationship, but it doesn't yeah. mean he always wants to talk to me at all, <laughs> much less <Yeah>. about heavy <laughs> issues. And so we work hard to, Make sure the parents understand the importance of being proactive and communicating that they're using bark, the why behind bark. We don't advocate using bark secretly. Um, We're not trying to be spyware. It's, it's about like those open conversations, you know, just like child, when I put you in a car, I make sure you have a seatbelt Um, and it's not fail proof, but it's certainly very helpful and much safer with that seatbelt. When you're going to use tech, we're going to have Bark and it's going to let me know about X, Y, and Z and A, B, and C. But otherwise, I'm not going to be seeing everything that you're doing because I don't need to. Um, It's not about not trusting your child. Although they are children, they're going to make mistakes. Good kids make bad choices. It's about not naively trusting the entire world, the entire world wide web. So I will hope, That once the children um, whose families have used Bark have gotten older and they look back, you know, when you're a kid, you don't always love some of the decisions your parents made for your health and wellness, but you certainly appreciate them once you get older. And I think that's where we are. Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, listen, it's not easy. One of the best days for me ever was when I didn't have to do it anymore. (laughs) You know, the kids, the kids had moved on. They began to move out, right? They got older. We, we could allow them to kind of pass those decisions on to them. And, and, um, you know, it, it, I think in a lot of ways, it's a combination. It can't open the door. I, I love the fact that you don't encourage them to do it in secret. Like, hey, don't buy this thing and then bury it behind your, your firewall. And then, you know, like, oh, sorry, no, you can't get to that right, needing to have those conversations, right, that go on uh, with the student. And they're hard. It is just, it is not easy. Like, I, it's the hardest thing in the world to do, to, to have those kind of conversations, to say, I know you, all your friends are out there doing this, but this is very dangerous. And, uh, and and we need, we need to have some discussions around it. it. It's, it's, it's really, really hard. I'm assuming, in my days, no way to track conversations. But I've heard you say several times, you're able to, to, to monitor the conversations that are happening. And is the AI looking at those conversations then, I'm assuming, to kind of pull out, like, hey, this may be potentially scary. And that's a, I mean, that's a tough thing. That's speech, right? Which, in America, we, we guard a lot with how is that? How does that work a little bit more? And have you run into any any issues with that?
1: Um, with regards to speech, it's actually been really interesting and helpful, especially when it comes to escalating predatory and grooming situations, because adults speak so differently than children. Mm-hmm. So when a child thinks that they're talking to another child, our algorithm is very, very uh, easily able to understand that this is not a child they're talking to, mm-hmm. um, just because of the language nuances. So it's it's fascinating. Again, I'm not a data scientist. I'm not an engineer. Right, right. I'm not close enough to that aspect of our operations, but I am close enough to know that um, and and hear firsthand from parents that said, "I cannot believe that Bark picked up on this, but I'm so glad it did."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it's it's
0: a, it's a it's a powerful tool to have. It you're in a scary one to have. I, I you know you you alluded to this just a second ago. Some parents don't want to know, and yeah. I, I'll admit I'll be there were times I didn't want to. You know you're like oh, so yeah. like you know got to do something about it once I know, you know once I know <laughs> it right.
1: Yeah, sometimes we just want to live in in blissful ignorance that our kids. Are sleeping through the night and not looking at anything bad and not making any bad choices. Um, and I hope that's the case for so many of you. <laughs> but yeah, I know yeah. it's not.
0: No. Well, listen, I, I need so oftentimes I need protection for myself. <laughs> like it's not always just about our relationship with our children. We get ourselves into issues by clicking on things. Or I mean, there there have been times I've clicked on things in my my, you know my firewall has stopped me. And, like, why won't it let, oh, go check the alerts. You know, you're like, oh, okay, I I got suckered into that one. And so I do, I like the accountability on the back end, even from a parental uh, perspective to say, hey, there are moments I make mistakes, or I might be getting into a conversation. Lately, I've seen conversations come through LinkedIn or come through Facebook. And, They've hijacked somebody's account or whatever, and there yeah. may be some maliciousness to it, right? I wouldn't mind having an adult version, and I know that it can do this, but I wouldn't mind having an adult version of Bark that it takes care of me, right? And, yeah, it'd be,
1: and, it'd be great if, if I could have an adult version of Bark that could uh, interrupt me on, on my uh, okay. Instagram scroll and say, hey. If you keep scrolling, you're going to start to feel really bad about yourself because you're looking at everybody's filtered lives. Yeah. Put the phone down. Go play with your dog. Like, yes. we yeah. need that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like screen. Like, have you had enough? Just yeah. kind of a reminder. Hey, yeah. you've been at this for 35 or 40 minutes or whatever <laughs> now.
1: It's, go talk to an actual human. In go, real life. go
0: for a walk. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that is uh, that is I mean that's a big. Um, and it's a big component to this, and our kids now um, are facing this more than anyone else, that you can literally now live an entire life separated from actual humans. Things can be delivered to you that you don't need to necessarily leave. Maybe you're working a job from home. You find, you know, during the pandemic, I would find myself like, I haven't been outside the house in four days, right? And, you know, you think, and sometimes that provides a sense of safety. It doesn't surprise me that the kids pull into that safety of, I don't, I don't want, the world is a tough, it's tough both on and offline in, in those, in both those regards. And they, and they pull into whatever fantasy world that, that makes them comfortable. So, yeah, the protection on that's super important. Yeah. To tell you what, I don't want to be all depressing. Let's end on some good notes here <laughs> <laughs> on this. Well, we both know, I, listen, my audience is going to be very sophisticated on this. They understand all these components. Many of them are system administrators and organizations that have to do this at an organizational level.
1: Yeah. Right? Wow. We have
0: versions of this in the enterprise, right, yes. where it, yeah. it, it protects, and they're protecting intellectual property, and they're protecting... Um, safety and security and phishing attacks and all of those kinds of things that are happening. So they'll go, yeah, they have, they have hardcore systems for this internally. I love the fact that this is really easy, $6 a month or, you know, $60 a year, however that works out. Check out for the current pricing, Bark.us, if you want to see that. But I love the fact that I could get, I could get this kind of security for myself. Even, like I said, I'm considering doing this, I don't even well, I, I still have one at home, but she's 24 and she's fine. Um, and, and I can get it that way. When, when you think about what's coming up, as you think about the future for Bark, and you look ahead a little bit, what do you guys get excited about? What what kind of things are ahead for you?
1: We get excited that, you know, as we all know, um, children's mental and physical health ha- has been on the decline. Um and that's not what we're excited about. What we're excited about is that we are hoping that we can help reverse that decline. Because we now have this insight, we can help our kids. It's one thing if you don't know that your children are struggling, but when you know, then you can do something about it. And the collective knowledge that we have uh, between parents and the people who care at social media platforms and legislators that understand how tech works I'm actually really hopeful that we can work together to help change this trajectory because up until, you know, 2005, 2006, like we were on one path and all of a sudden not a good path, right? The more time kids are spending on social media and screens, things are not good, but we're we're learning, we're doing better, we're making some changes, we're becoming more aware of our need to have breaks, uh, and to hold uh, certain members of big tech accountable for the harms that their platforms are causing children. So, uh, I'm excited that we uh, are part of the solution, and I'm excited that our work brings awareness that will help, if not this current generation, the next one.
0: To Tanya, I didn't ask you this in the beginning, but I probably should have. Origin story for the company, like, we're kind of, as we, as we kind of, kind of the fun, come to the final moments oh, yeah. of this, as we think about the, that, that always holds so much mission and purpose to it. And I think it'd be a good to, when, when you guys think of your origin story, story there, can, can you dive into that just for a few minutes?
1: Absolutely. Yes. So the incredible concept of Bark Technologies uh, is the brainchild of Brian Basin. He's our CEO. He's a dad of two, a successful entrepreneur. In fact, um, one of his startups, uh, he's had a couple of successes in this space, but um, one of his startups was actually acquired by Twitter. And so he was working at Twitter at the time as part of the acquisition. And around that time, um, one of his children, his oldest son was given access to a device and given his background in tech, engineering, social media, he looked at the landscape and was like, Wow there's really no great way to keep my own son safer online. That wasn't incredibly cumbersome or invasive. How much more are other parents, you know, at a disadvantage right now? And so he took a risk. He left Twitter to start Bark, uh, to help keep kids safer online and in real life using artificial intelligence. And, um, so thankful he did and, and hired me about a year later. And, um, I joined the company when we were a team of eight, and now we're a team of over 140. So mm. it's incredible. Well, that's great.
0: No, that's great. Great to hear you guys are growing and a great, you know, great mission, great purpose. Again, this fits right in to to many of the things I was thinking as a dad when my kids were, were growing up and And just trying to, it's just, and it was, it was not any easier than. I don't think this stuff gets harder. I just think it's infinitely hard to be a parent, regardless of when you raised kids. They all have different problems in that. We just used to go out and bully each other on the streets, as opposed to right when we were playing, as opposed to online. A little bit harder to do it in face to face, but we still, you know, we still, we we still did that. But it, it parents do have a tough. The, the, uh, as I like to say, a tough road to hoe at this point. And, and it, it, it's just, w- they need all the help they can get. As we think about wrapping this up, then, any, any other final thoughts on, that you'd have on, on helping parents navigate this, this process and things, and maybe even advice that you've learned doing this job and in interacting with parents?
1: Sure, you know. Selfishly, I will request any super tech savvy listeners that you have. Um, if you have found something that really works for you, methodologies, conversations, anything, love to hear about it. Um, please come join the parenting in the tech world Facebook group um, and and share. You know your journey. We'd love I'd love to connect with other other uh, parents just like you. Um, so come join our group to come, come join our community. I always love to, to, welcome members. Um, I will say to please give yourself some grace as we have talked about frequently. It is not easy to be a parent today. It's like no other time in the history of humans living on this planet. Um, the things that we need to think through and, and worry about. So give yourself some grace. Um, as long as your children know that you're a safe place and that they are fiercely and unconditionally loved, I think you're going to be okay. I think we're all going to be okay. It's just going to take some patience and leaning on each other to, to figure out how to get through all of this. Um, and also don't be complacent. You know, certain things aren't going to change unless enough people advocate for it. So, you know, at one time cigarettes didn't have a warning label and we had <laughs> lead and gasolines and paint, yeah. you know what I mean? And so we're at that same point now, with social media and tech is not inherently good or evil it's a tool and we need to get to a place where the tools we are using are safe enough for us um to use and there's more thought going into how to protect those most vulnerable who are accessing it so if you're passionate about this like get involved call your local politicians we have got to fight for what's right for for our kids and those coming after them mm.
0: Tanya, I think with that, we'll put a wrap on it. Thank you for coming to Tanya Jordan. She's the Chief Parenting Officer at Bark, And I'll have all the links, as you talked about, the Facebook group and uh, some information on the site. Those will be in the show notes if folks want to go out and, and check those out. Thanks for taking the time today to jump in here and to spend some time with me. It does dig up some old desires of old uh, for me, kind of thinking, oh, this could be kind of cool. Just for me, the monitoring aspect of it, like, the, my current solution doesn't give me a lot of great ways to monitor it. It tells me I'm safe and it gives me a few things, but I kind of want to dig a little deeper into this. And so this may be, as is, uh, is I think about renewing that or maybe not renewing it and moving on, this may be a, an option for me to look, is to, to at least filter my own Internet and in, in, uh, for things coming in uh, to provide that level of safety, even if it's just for me. So awesome.
1: Well, I, you know, let's connect offline and happy to talk through anything with you and put you in touch with the people who know the answers if I don't have them.
0: (laughs) Well, we made it all the way to the end without the dogs barking. (laughs) Tanya, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Take good care.
0: (laughs) Ah, thanks for sitting through that. It was, it was kind of weird. Watching, uh, watching myself on that and then not knowing that that was me earlier in the week, recorded that uh, just a few weeks ago. Titania, thank you for coming on and being a part of that. It was a fun interview. Fun watching it again. Uh, It's the third third time I've watched it. And uh, just fun to, to relive some of that. At one point, she got pretty emotional about that as we were talking about customer Feedback and, of course, important to realize. I mean, these are humans involved. These are children who have, uh, and, and as Tony says in chat, loves the child advocacy for this. And this is real stuff. Like this is very a very 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 real conversation. I mentioned in chat um, earlier. Brian, thanks for the the feedback on that. It's a good interview. I, it was fun to do. Um, I, I was very passionate about it. Uh, with my kids. I used a program called Enough E-N-U-F-F. Long gone, I think. I don't think it's available anymore. Uh, it was a one-time purchase, I think, or maybe I bought upgrades for it. I can't remember. It's a while ago. It was 10 or 15 years ago. And like I mentioned in the program, I uh, did a pretty good job of monitoring. The reporting uh, was a little bit more difficult than Barks was, although I will mention, you know, you st- there is an infinite amount of ways to configure this piece. And it it, it is, it can be overwhelming. As I plugged it in, I plugged it in just before Christmas. So again, I, I uh, did the $6 subscription, picked up the device, uh, plugged it in, had it working within about 15 minutes, uh, began to configure it on the network. The kids were coming over for Christmas, uh, and I didn't want to leave it on the network while all the Christmas stuff was going on. So I took it down. I'm going to put it back in and do some more testing with it. But as you can see, a uh, little, uh, th- this is the $6 box, uh, one network connection. You think you need two, but you don't. You plug it in, it picks up on the network, you bring it, you know, you assign it uh, or, or get it connected in the network, give it a, give it a access to your network. Um, And then just start assigning devices to it. It starts finding the devices that are in there and start assigning to them, giving them permissions. What do you want to allow them to have? What do you want to want them to do? It's a little bit of work, friends. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like anytime you're going to do this kind of stuff, it is not a 10-minute set it up and forget about it. If you go to the Facebook group, and I'll I'll post that link to this in the show notes as well as uh, uh, later on. uh, well, I posted it in the chat here for our live folks. Uh, they four hundred fifteen thousand, four hundred thirteen thousand. It's a lot of people for a Facebook group. A lot of conversations going on there. That in itself can be overwhelming. So just be careful on that, folks. Asking those questions, <laughs> I I don't know how she moderates that. I'm sure they've got some they've got some folks helping with moderation. Um, but a lot. Of, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to do, and I don't want to say that to discourage you. By the way. Or I don't want is you're working with people who do this. Oftentimes, if you're listening to this program, you're probably savvy enough that you're the one helping people doing with it. I it, it it's um it is one of those things where you um oh I just noticed there's a spot for an SD card in there. Um, this little thing's I think a little is is kind of is this you know this router that we have. Um, it's probably just a little Raspberry Pi or a Raspberry Pi-ish, but there's some interesting things in there. I need to dig into this a little bit more. It's also got a USB port on it in the front. Power, power over on this side, power here over to the right, uh, USB, and then uh, network connection. These are the only two, power and network you need. But let me finish that thought. There's a lot to configure. It does give you, um, it, this is where it's so much better than enough, what I used before, because I get email alerts when things happen and uh, you get, you get kind of weekly, you can, you can configure it however you want, but you can get like weekly updates and weekly statistics or things that are going on and blocks. Let me just be really transparent for a second. The hardest part of this is not setting it up. The hardest part of it is dealing with the alerts and doing something about them when you get them. That's the hardest part. It's heartbreaking. It's, it's, I remember when the kids would go to sites that I would know, and I'd be heartbroken. You know, I just wouldn't know. And that's the hardest part of all of this. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, this is why the conversations are important. I said in chat, I wish I would have had, in those days, more conversations than I did. I feel more empowered today. Of course, my kids are adults. Listen, you can't go back and no regrets. I did everything I could in the day that I did it. But I wish now, like I said, if I was encourage, encouraging anyone, I would say, don't shy away from, I know it's hard. It's hard to have, you know, you you have a 14 year old and it's hard to say, look, I know what you're going through here. Let's just talk a little bit about this. And here's why I'm doing this. Right. And kids are super savvy. They'll figure out ways around this. This little device, only good on the home network, this Bark router, only good on the home network once they leave their phone. This is, this is why maybe, you know, and they have the, before they came out with the Bark phone a year ago, they have this premium product. So say your, your son or daughter uh, has a, uh, an iPhone, Um, you can do the premium plan. It's $12 today as we're recording and help that that's better than nothing in, in that case. Uh, The Bark phone is Android only. And, um, and and like I I, I mentioned this in chat, the $29 plan is kind of stripped down nothing. Kind of gives them just a few, and I'll I'll leave the link. You can head out to bark.us and go through all this if you want. It's a very stripped down phone for $29 a month. The real plan for most students for what they need is going to be $59. It's going to be $59. They've got other plans as well. And you can get some, you know, you can get some fairly nice phones that are in there. I will say this, the teenagers are very short. You're like, yeah, I could buy my own phone and, you know, do some things on it. Yeah, you could, or you could let them handle or have them help you on some of these things. So I think, listen, I'm, I'm not here to sell you anything. I just, this was just such an interesting product, brings up some interesting questions, some hard things to talk about, some hard things to do. And, um, uh, and so I wanted to bring that out, out to you. All that information's out at bark.us. Appreciate you guys coming out who are out live, asking the questions as we, as we kind of played that in, uh, played that interview in. I should have brought more of those questions on screen if you're watching this on the, on the YouTube video. I should have brought some more of those questions on screen, but appreciate you guys uh, working through it. Uh, Titania, thank you for for coming on and for being a part of it. Tony, thank you for tweeting it. Just a minute ago, he threw that out on Twitter. And so, Tony, thanks for doing that. I retweeted that as well. And, uh, and kind of a fun way to kick off the New Year, maybe a New Year's resolution for you or for those that you help. I think Joe in chat had said, um, he was talking about this with a friend and they just purchased one of the Bark phones. Um, great way to do it. Great way to think about it. And again, great purpose behind this. And it's not, it's not over when you set up one of these devices, by the way, on your network or whatever. It's not over. It's just beginning as you're thinking about, um, uh, should think about what needs to happen and the conversations that need to happen. Tony's so good. Uh, he tweeted while he was working. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. It's scary to me that you're listening to this while you're working. But thank you. Thanks for doing that. I uh, appreciate you. And um, uh, Brian says in chat, really appreciated the importance of being open about using it with the kids. And uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Ken says on the way out, great topic, one of the many solutions, but one that I wasn't aware of. And, uh, and I think on their website, they say they've got some stats, 29 million. Let's go back here. Let me click on the, on the website here. So uh, 6.9 million children covered by Bark, 1.9 million severe self-harm situations detected and 3.8 million severe bullying situations detected. This may be one of those areas that AI really has. I mean, it does a lot of weird stuff. That's probably not helpful. This may be one of those areas that's helpful. So um, check it out today, Bark.us. Titani, thanks for coming on. Well, with that, we'll wrap it. First one of the year. I hope, I'd love your feedback on this, whether you're uh, on YouTube, if you're watching this both on the live channel, uh, which is The Average Guy TV, or if you're listening on the, on the, the publishing channel, I think it just has my name on it, Jim Collison, um, uh, leave a comment. I'd love your feedback on this brand new, not brand new, but kind of new style of playing in an interview like this. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to send me an email, send that to jim at theaverageguy.tv. Love your feedback on that. Um, love you for you to check out uh, the Facebook group that they have, and uh, and and or the products that they have at Bark.us. Not a sponsored thing. I bought it myself. Your help on Patreon, right? Does those that kind of allows me to do that kind of stuff. If you want to join the Patreon team, Jim at theaverageguy.org, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the Average Guy TV slash Patreon. Uh, we'll get you I- there um, as well. Uh, Ken says, uh, this reminds me of the old days of home tech and home gadget geeks talking about home network security, tech and kids. Yeah, we've kind of moved away from it. A lot of us have gotten a little older. Kids have moved away. I, I don't know, Ken, uh, maybe it'll be a resurgence of some of this content uh, that is out there. Don't forget, speaking of that, the old days, the uh, the Average AverageGuy.tv platform, both web and media hosting, powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. And, of course, that's Christian. Um, check it out. Plans start as little as $10 a month. Visit Maple Grove Partners, all one word, maplegrovepartners.com. There's a link to it, by the way, at the average TV if you want to go out. I think I have a Partners or a, sp- a Sponsored tab. You can head out there and get that as well. If you want to leave us a message, head out to HomeGadgetGeeks.com. There's a little uh, microphone there, and you can just leave, it, leave me a message. Great way, 30 seconds, a great way to get information into the show. And like I mentioned, you can join us on the Discord group. I didn't mention this. If you want to join us in the Discord group, and it's a friendly group, a great way to talk about it theaverageguy.tv slash discord. And then don't forget, if you're purchasing on Amazon, head out to theaverageguy.tv and uh, click on the support on Amazon link, just in the right-hand corner. It's right there. You literally need to do nothing. Just click on it. It'll take you to Amazon and then you can go shopping. Great way. Some of you have, I've we've already had a hundred or 150 clicks. since so we set that back up and a couple of you have purchased through it. So thanks for doing that. I appreciate it. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at TheAverageGuy.tv Live. If you, if you like this style and, and you want maybe to interview uh, an industry person and you have a contact in there, make a connection between the two of us. Send me an email, Jim, at TheAverageGuy.tv. Be fun to give this a try if this, if this works out. Um, Currently have an open, an opening next week, so I may or may not be here. I'll probably try and find one of the guys to join me next week. The week of the 18th is Christian. So Christian's back. We're going to ask him the question Okay, so now what's up with LastPass and Bitwarden? Right. So it's been a while. We're going to come back to that question. And then on the 25th of January, Bob and Ryan all be fresh off CES. So we'll spend some time uh, talking about that as well. Um, I got some things to fill in, but Tony Rayner, the uh, Twitter extraordinaire. Um, <laughs> I have a, I heard a funny thing about the, what they're using for the name Twitter. I'll share that on Ask the Podcast Coach on Saturday morning. But uh, Tony will be joining us uh, uh, coming up here in February. I'm I'm looking forward to that. So we are live every Thursday 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at the Average slash Live forward slash Live. We'll get you there. And uh, we've got plenty more things coming up. And 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 uh, appreciate you and all that that you are doing. I am fine. I'm <laughs> getting better every day, which is great. Uh, My body is relearning some new things, uh, which has always uh, been a challenge. I'm not 100% there yet, but things are slowly starting to make their way back from the brink. And, uh, and and I'm getting healthy again, which is always, uh, which is always nice. So for those of you well-wishers, and that was many of you, I heard from many of you on that. I appreciate that. It does make a difference. I need to do that more. Uh, My, my neighbor, two doors up. Uh, has cancer, and he's in chemo. In fact, today was his third round of chemo. Uh, I need to ping him right after the show is over just to see how he's feeling. I know how he's feeling. He's feeling terrible. And so, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, it's, the, those kinds of, the notes, though, are nice, and I appreciate you guys who sent me, all you well-wishers who sent me those notes as I've been going through. It's not out of the woods totally yet, but I am healing. Um, this week, I've been in three miles on the treadmill, so I'm making some Making up um, for for lost time, getting getting back, getting back into into shape. Hopefully, right, you know, and uh, getting some things going. Thanks for coming out. For those of you who listen live, I'll do a little bit of post show. If you have any post show questions, you can throw them in chat. With that, we'll say goodbye.